This Austrian Grand Prix edition of the F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bird Dog Shorts. Dominate summer with an amazing pair of shorts and a free Yeti-style tumbler when you order over at birddogs.com slash pool. That's birddogs.com slash pool. Get ready for speed. We just wait, sunshine. We just wait. Get ready for the passion. To whom it may concern you. Get ready for the raw emotion. Si, ragazzi! Grazie, grazie, grazie! Dai, forza Ferrari! Get ready for the F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Z. That's right. It is, of course, the F1 Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. Cody, I'm telling you right now, F1 needs to get it together. I am so tired of doing this, taking a couple of weeks off. I... I know the drivers need the rest, but Cody, you and I don't need the rest. We need races every single week, man. Need more F1 races. Please just give us more. It's all we're at. It's not, it's not that big of an ask, is it? I don't feel like it is. I mean, listen, you know, if, if they need me, I'll go out and drive a couple of races and then they, you know, can take a week off or not put me in the Red Bull. I feel like I can win in a Red Bull car at this point. So I'm pretty sure anybody can win in a Red Bull at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. And and that's the thing about it too. I, you can talk about just winning overall. There's no more frustrating feeling from a competitor standpoint than to never be able to win. But as a gambler, if you know a sure thing, that's what everybody's after, right? Every week, they're in for the sure thing. Well, I'll guarantee you right now, Max Verstappen is a sure thing to bet on. Stop the tape right now. Don't even listen anymore. Just go put all your money on him. Just kidding. It's it's not that easy. If it were that easy, then we wouldn't be doing this show. It, it might be that easy at this point, but uh, I know, no, it's, uh, it's not, worth the, uh, not worth the minus $3 billion that he is, but we found other ways to bet on him, to bet around him. And that's what makes it exciting. That's what keeps it fun. And hey, anything can happen, right? These, he, as much as he seems perfect, he's not. As much as the Red Bull cars seem perfect, they're not. Things can happen. Things can go wrong. And uh, and other guys out there can beat him. I don't see it very often, but uh, it can happen, right? <laughs> At least that's yeah. His teammate. <laughs> Yeah, and even that's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it has been a while too. Uh, and and listen, to be honest with you, that that's why every week when we talk about these races and and you know everybody else that, that that's out there that's handicapping F one, they have the responsibility of telling you that Max Verstappen is the guy. And of course, if you listen to the show, you know that maybe this is your first time stumbling on this because of the NASCAR feed, because maybe you you're catching it on the NASCAR channel and you're not necessarily all that familiar with F one especially in America, it's not that surprising that that type of stuff happens. But um, I will say to you that that you have to take into account that Max Verstappen is going to win. But when you see odds of like minus 200, minus 350, like those, those tell you that the books just either don't want to lose their hat over it or they just know that people are at this point aren't betting on him and just setting outrageous odds on him. Yeah, it, I mean... Yeah, if they do it any lower, obviously 
Um, they, you know, they had him at what was a plus 100 or whatever for Monaco. And I'm sure that they got hammered that week and realized their mistake. And they probably won't do that again. It, yeah. You could go with lay minus 300 if you wanted to, but the long-term ROI on that probably isn't going to be great for you. Sure. You're going to hit some weeks, but it's too big of a risk for not enough of a reward. That's why we find these other bets. There's so many things to bet on in F1. There's ways to bet on Max and incorporate other things into it, which we're going to do in this show. Um, and and that's what makes betting on F1 great. So it makes betting on motorsports great. We talk about it in NASCAR all the time. We've we've been, been fortunate enough to talk about some IndyCar here lately. Uh, we've talked about it there as well. There are so many other things throughout the field to bet on. You can bet on how much Max wins by. You can bet on who's the next best car besides Max. So many fun ways to bet on F1. And that's why I love coming here every couple of weeks when I was going to say every week. But sadly, we don't get F1 every week, but every couple of weeks when we get F1. <laughs> well, and so also to go along with that, too, I mean, obviously, we know Max Verstappen, huge favorite, usually always wins, usually always performs well in qualifying, all that other good stuff. But you can sort of break down and and with all that stuff to bet on, there are patterns in this. And there's actually some very patterns that you can count on almost every single week. And so that's why it's a good thing. Uh, we, you know, we talk a lot and I'm not giving it out as an actual bet this week on the show, but the Red Bull fastest pit stops. I mean, those hit more often than they don't. Right. I mean, it's it'd be a boring show if all we did was come on and say bet Red Bull to get the fastest pit stop, bet Max to win. We'll see you next week. Good night. Right. That's a boring, boring way to look at it. But those bets hit, man. And, and that's why you've got to pay attention to those patterns. And, you know, you'd be profitable more often than you're not if you placed bets on fastest red bull or a fastest pit stop as red bull and you know find some way to make a max Verstappen bet actually profitable to you without losing a ton of money in the process yeah exactly that's yeah spot on so uh yeah and I, i'm telling you with this the austrian grand prix uh we're gonna have a lot of fun breaking it down for you it's the red bull wing uh, ring rather it is a sprint weekend as well so that means they're gonna have a sprint and a sprint shootout uh, in this in this uh, schedule as well, so those are always fun to watch. It's not a full race, um, which means all the qualifying and all of the stuff that that happens sort of takes uh, a different uh, a different look to it. Where practice one is on Friday, uh, qualifying is on Friday, the sprint shootout is on Saturday, the sprint is on um, on that as well, and then the race is on Sunday. So uh, a, a different weekend than we're no used to seeing there in uh, F one. Yeah, it it always uh, it's it's fun to to shake up the format, right? You don't get all three practices. That obviously changes things up a lot. The one practice, you have you have the qualifying, obviously. Then, then you know the sprint shootout, the sprint, and uh, yeah, it, it's nice to change things up every once in a while. And again, you can bet on the sprint race. You can uh, there's just like the practices, we can bet on the practices, right? You can bet on the sprint race. Another thing that makes betting on F one so much fun. It is. And then, of course, you know, for, for obvious reasons, too, um, there's cars that can get torn up in that sprint, and they have to fix them as well. So that could impact the race. So keep an eye out for that as well. Also keep an eye out for your pair of Bird Dogs shorts. They're going to come in the mail soon because you're going to place the order right after you're done listening to this. I guarantee you right now. Summertime's here. You're going to need some shorts. You're going to need some comfortable shorts. You're going to need shorts that make your legs look as rocking as they are in real life. But everybody else needs to see it, right? And Bird Dogs is going to do this for you because 
They give you a slimmer fit through the thigh. They give you a truly sculpted look. They do the exact same thing that Lululemon does, but they fit way better. Plus, I know if you wear regular shorts, you're probably thinking to yourself, ah, it's stiff, it's restricting, this cotton is ridiculous. Bird Dogs has given you a much better alternative to that by giving you cloud knit fabric. It looks just like khaki, but it stretches. So you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice on movement. Most importantly, and probably the biggest selling point in my mind, is the anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Go back and listen to the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Get rid of that swamp ass. Get yourself some Bird Dogs shorts right now. How do you do it? Well, you go to birddogs.com slash pool. You enter that promo code pool for a free Yeti style tumbler on top of your awesome Bird Dog shorts order. That's birddogs.com slash pool for a free Yeti style tumbler. Promise you, you're not going to want to take off your bird dog shorts. That is a guarantee. All right. Again, it is time for the Austrian Grand Prix. This first Grand Prix on this Red Bull ring happened in 1970. There will be 71 laps in this race on this 4.318 kilometer, which is roughly 2.7 miles. Uh, for a 306.452 kilometer race, which is just over 190 miles. Carlos Sainz owns the lap record here uh, on this track. Surprise, surprise, not Verstappen. At uh, one minute, yep. five seconds, point six one nine. He did that in 2020. Don't, uh, so, don't, don't yeah. tell Max. He'll just go set the lap record because he can. <laughs> Dude's going to go on the radio and go, what's the lap record? And then just crush it. So, yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. This this uh, this track looks like a... I'm curious mm, to see what you have to say because I've, I've figured something out. It's a stretch, but I've got, I've got something in mind. All right. So what this looks like is actually the side view of a racing car, a racing seat, rather, um, where the, okay. the sides protrude out. You know, if you, t- you okay. got to turn your head a little bit. Yeah. Though, and and look at it that way, but right. or so or, or a booster seat or a high chair. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I have it turned the same way, and I was thinking of like a a cake mixer, you know, where it's got uh, got the bowl kind of on the bottom, and then yeah, it's like I said, a little bit. Oh, of a I see but, that. No, know, no, no. Yeah, I see it. It's, I see it. You gotta you gotta look for it, but uh, it's there. I think that those are all three very good comparisons. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh yeah, there are uh what is it? 10 turns total on this one. It's not three very windy. DRS zones. Yeah, 3 DRS zones. Yeah, between 9 and 10, uh between 10 and uh what is that? Uh, 1 and then 2 and 3. That's a short DRS zone right there. Yeah. But uh yeah, a couple of There's good some. long straightaways. Yeah, some very very long straightaways on this course. Yeah, very fast. And then, of course, when it gets to the bend, it, it's a, a pretty decent bend. So, uh, yeah, I think we're going to see some really good racing. And I, I'm, I'm really excited to, to, to watch this. But uh, first, we got to take care of some news. There's actually some news yeah. this yeah, time. Yeah, we around. got some, some news in F1, a couple of stories here. Uh, the Raynal Group, who owns uh, Alpine Racing, has announced that. Uh, let's see. It's, I think. Ortho Capital, Redbird Capital, and Maximum Effort Investments will take a 24% equity stake in Alpine Racing, investing 200 million euro. Uh, MEI includes Ryan Reynolds, Michael B. Jordan, Rob McElhaney. Um, that's the same group they own uh, the Wrexham Club, right? That's uh, what is the the show? Take me to soccer, Wrexham yeah. or whatever it is. But yeah, soccer, soccer club, football club, whatever you want to call it. But uh, <laughs> 
those guys obviously very prominent uh, Americans and uh yeah so so good to see them uh jumping in in with the Raynal group there and and uh getting into the Alpine ownership and Redbird too part of that they're they're part of the XFL as well so dipping yeah. into some uh, huge pools here and and actually diversifying if I can yeah. use a business term yeah exactly and I mean yeah and so and obviously these groups have you know they're they got their hands in everything but there's other other soccer clubs involved where the owners of the Yankees are involved in things and so yeah it's all it's a whole wet you know web that's weaved but uh but pretty cool to see these guys um you know joining in in the F1 ownership obviously F1 continues to grow in popularity worldwide it's very much growing quickly here in the United States um of course the you know drive to survive has helped that a lot um, but continues to grow. So it's it's always great to see when these motorsports continue to grow, continue to get bigger. The more fans we get, the better. The more outreach, the better. And obviously, the more money coming to the sport, that's uh, you know that that can make a big difference. And we'll see. Maybe going forward, that uh, helps Alpine. Alpine's already taken a big step this year. Like right, they've kind of been that first team on the next step. Um, Aston Martin kind of jumped up into that. Well. Okay, you got Red Bull is on a tier to their own, right? And then Aston Martin jumped up with Ferrari and Mercedes there. Then Alpine's kind of that next team. Uh, maybe they can take that step and, and make it even more competitive for second place to Red Bull next year. Who knows? But uh would be great to see. Uh, and then AlphaTauri announced uh, today that they're going to be rebranded uh, in 2024. I don't, I don't have any information as far as, as a new name yet, um, but they're set to be renamed for the 20. 24 formula one season as part of the team's uh ongoing restructure under new red bull management obviously uh red bull owns alpha tori there so uh yeah it won't, won't be caught alpha tori in 2024 be interesting to see what uh what they decide to go as far as name name wise there yeah that's uh that's gonna be crazy it, it's funny because you go back through some of the history of these teams and a lot of them you know obviously they, they've changed here and there and it's just you know, this team is not existing anymore, and this team has replaced it, has changed its name to this, and it's feels like it's a it's a lot different than NASCAR, where you know you've had Hendrick right. Motorsports Hendrick for on the years, yeah, yeah, a long time, yeah, yeah. It is it is interesting the the way they change names, and you go back and you watch old episodes of of Drive to Survive, right, and and you have the Rain All team, and and now they are Alpine and Force India, where you know they've changed and and all the different kind of names throughout the year, and then. You know, teams like Ferrari and Mercedes, where they've just, you know, Ferrari's been Ferrari forever. And just kind of how it goes. So it's uh it is interesting to see, but I guess we'd get that to a degree. And in NASCAR, how many times has uh Legacy Motor Club changed their name? Petty Petty Enterprises, Petty Petty GMS, Petty, yeah, Petty GMS. It was Earnhardt Petty at one point. It's yeah, they've been so I guess in in ways we've seen that in NASCAR as well. I want to see Alpine Deadpool. That's that's what I want to see. Uh, <laughs> Deadpool. Yeah, car yeah that's all Alpine. that. Uh, that's all that comic book money coming into F one, right? With uh, with Ryan Reynolds and uh, Michael B. Jordan. He's in. Uh, well, he's in something, isn't he? I don't remember. He's well, in, he was in Creed, wasn't he? That, yeah. So that wasn't. That was. So yeah, uh, not not comic book, but big movie, they, big movie stars, right? So same yeah. difference. Yeah, it made my daughter happy though. She loves her some Ryan Reynolds. It's uh, I don't know what. It, well, I do know what all it is. The, about yeah, that guy. I was gonna say all the girls love some <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> uh, when when it was a it was a free guy that yeah that that movie was uh, that was something she absolutely loved. That comic book or the not comic book with the video game 
uh, a movie about him. So, uh, yeah, yeah uh, maybe Mike we'll G. see Jordan his face in the. Was in uh, Black Panther too, by the way. There so. it is, Black Panther too. Yes, yeah. so I knew he was somewhere in one of those superhero films. Maybe we'll see uh, Ryan Reynolds make appearances in the F one yeah, uh, video game. By the way, yeah, video game or and or Drive to Survive, right? Maybe uh, you know, oh, maybe yeah. Ryan Reynolds would be become part of the the Drive to Survive as they continue to tell the story as as we go down the road here. Yeah, uh, I off on a tangent as we normally do. I actually downloaded the F one uh, video game for the Xbox, and oh. let me tell you that learning curve it, even for us that watch. I'm like, I don't know what the hell uh, I'm kinda, doing. Like, I, wonder, I just want to jump in and race. Yeah, I need to see if that's available on PC because I've got the the iRacing setup. I've got the steering wheel, uh, the pedals and all that. You'd so have more like fun to, than me. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I got to have to see if that one's available. I don't have a ton of time for my iRacing stuff, but uh, I like to like to make time for it when I can. And uh, F1, I wish F1 would get on iRacing. That would be ideal. But uh, well, I'll tell you right now, I am far from an F1 driver, and that is perfectly <laughs> fine. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I was, yeah. I did, I did race some go karts last week. We were on vacation, and uh, that was a lot of fun. But uh, I don't know if I'm cut out to be an F1 driver. <laughs> we'll I know what I'm cut out to be. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'm cut out to be talking about it, and I'm yeah. also cut cut out to tell you about Underdog Fantasy because that's exactly what I do. Because we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here. Underdog giving away $15 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and NFL season player props. So many ways to win over at Underdog. And Underdog is available in so many states. Get in right now. Head over to underdog.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit 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 bonus. Up to one hundred dollars. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. Full disclosure. Maybe it's, uh, it's late at night as we're recording. This. Maybe I'm not cut out to tell you about underdog fantasy. Maybe maybe I just hyped myself up a lot on that. I think, one. Yeah, I think you're uh, you're cut out for it. Underdog though. Again, shameless plug. I'll do it again on on the F1 show I did on the NASCAR show. I've got an article out there. Um, they've got a, a pick'em game that you can play. Over under season long props for the NFL. Got my ten best ones in there. That was a lot of fun to write. A lot of man, they have like a billion. They've got every player. It seems like on the offensive side of of football in there. You can pick over unders on all kinds of different things, and uh, that was a lot of fun. So go check that article out. Indeed, uh, and yes, for full disclosure too for those of you listening on the on the old school uh, apps or or podcatchers, um, we are not. I am not in my normal comfort zone. I'm I'm out on location right now, recording remotely uh, from a a bunker here in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it's when you when you're not in your normal space, sometimes things just throw you off. But uh, thanks for sticking with us. Hopefully, you're enjoying it still. Uh, and those for those of you watching on YouTube, you can tell that I am, you know, not in my normal digs. Uh, and I'm, <laughs> if you've watched NASCAR, I'm not bathed in my my heavenly light this time. It's I found a, a way to make it work. It's a little bit of a glow to the side, but uh, yeah, I did. I think you did. You did position correctly, so uh, that's good. But yes, glad Thank God. Glad that your remote setup is working better now, and and you're able to still join us uh, from from the road. I concur. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of uh, getting to things, let's get to things. Let's get setting up some bets for this Austrian Grand Prix, Cody. I, I think the the listeners have waited long enough for these picks. I think so, too. Let's jump into it. I'm going to take one out of your playbook. Give me Lewis Hamilton to finish on the podium. He's plus 122 over on Barstool. Um, 
it's it's minus money in some places. So again, shop around. We always like to preach that, right? Plus one twenty two is a pretty good price. Um, he finished third place here last season. Last time I checked, that is on the podium. He's got two straight podium finishes so far this season, and he hasn't finished worse than sixth. It's been a steadily good season by Lewis Hamilton. Hey, and really, you think about it, if if it wasn't for Max Verstappen, right, and all of his dominance and glory, like Lewis Hamilton would be winning races. He'd be running up front every week. We'd be talking about it a lot more. Max kind of throws a damper on everything because he's just, you know, checked out. But Lewis is having a great season. A couple of straight podium finishes here. He did it here last season at, at the Austrian Grand Prix. Um, and, and again, just the consistency, right? We saw that from George Russell last season. He, he, I don't think he'd finished outside the top five, but like twice all season. Um, and Lewis Hamilton, again, hasn't finished outside the top six so far this season. Things are on the right track for Mercedes. Things have been looking good for Lewis. All he's got to do is finish on the podium plus money. Uh, one plus one twenty two over on Barstool. I'll take that to open it up. Yeah, and again, you'll never hear me argue over uh, Lewis Hamilton. I, I just, you know, for a guy who's won so many times, it's so tough to like see him just not. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so difficult to see him not win. And and you love to see the the fire and passion of Max Verstappen, but you kind of want to see Lewis get back to his his uh his former self and he he feels like he's there he feels like he's almost there and it's just i guess it's a little frustrating obviously for him to uh to do it so i Love like to, that I, I just one race i want to see him and uh max switch cars just to see what would happen like is it is the car that uh, i think it, it is i think i mean obviously max is uberly talented too but i'd love to see it just for one race i know that Lewis doesn't well, want to be at Mercedes forever. I totally understand that, but I'd like to see one race just to see what if Lewis can do what Max does in that car or anywhere close to it. But again, we said it. I was like, I feel like anybody can can right. do that at some point. It's like it, at this point, you just figured yourself. Well, okay, anybody pretty much can and and will win on this one. So. Uh, definitely, definitely something. Um, all right. I, uh, went on FanDuel and I found, uh, Max Verstappen. This is a, a bet on the sprint race. Uh, so you're going to have to, to watch on Friday to figure out if this one hits or not. Um, and it was Max Verstappen to win surprise, surprise, but, uh, I've got Carlos signs as a podium finisher on this one. This one's at plus 600. Um, intriguing because obviously Max Verstappen probably will end up winning. In fact, Max Verstappen did win this sprint race last year uh, on this track. It's the only other time they've run a sprint race on this track last year. Um, and then guess who won the sprint race earlier in this year? Um, I won't hold you to that suspense because, you know, we didn't think we thought, right, that uh, that somebody else was going to win. Uh, no, and it ended up being Max Verstappen. So, but in this in this same race, uh, Carlos Sainz in the sprint race finished in third place, which is a good enough podium finish. Now, for Carlos Sainz, unfortunately, it's been kind of a rough year for him. Uh, and I say rough because, you know, he does not have a podium finish at all this year. But he has finished in fifth place in four out of the last five races. He was fourth in the opening uh, of, of Bahrain. And really, his worst finish has been 12th so far, which... By Ferrari standards, is might as well finish twentieth. But uh, you know, again, it's it was a rough race for him there in Melbourne, and you just got to chalk it up to a bad race. But he has not finished outside of the top ten in any 
uh, race outside of that. So, you know, for these sprint races, obviously it's not a full race. It's not, it's not the long, long, same sort of strategy that you need. And, uh, you know, he's been in fifth place. He's been lurking around a podium finish all season long. I think in these sprint races where you use a little different strategy, where you're, you know, think getting a little different on the track, obviously he was a lot better last year through the, through the first few races than he was this year. But I think he's, he's, like I said, he's right there. He's right there pecking away at a podium finish. Uh, and I think this is a good opportunity for him to get there. They've had a week off. They've had some time to cool off. They've had some time to figure things out. Um, so like I said, I, I think obviously Max Verstappen going to end up winning this one <laughs> altogether. Uh, but for, for Carlos Sainz, I think, um, a podium finish for him is, is not necessarily out of the realm of possibility, even overall in his career here. Um, he's, he's finished, let's see, an average of, uh, 10.4, but, uh, unfortunately the last year he ran here, he finished 18th altogether, but he started third. And we know that a lot more, this is engine problems for him. He only ran 56 laps. So, um, but he did start third, like I said, in that race, which meant he was in the top three at the time. So, uh, yeah, like I said, just, just I, I, Max Verstappen, when you think he's going to win, when you know he's going to win, you got to find ways to make it worth your while. And for Carlos Sainz as a podium finisher at plus 600, I think it makes it worth it, worth the while. Yeah, uh, I like it. Uh, again, find ways to build around Max winning. This is the perfect way to do it. He holds the track record, right? So obviously knows his way around this place um, and can get it done. Ferrari's had a lot of success here in the past as well. Um, so I do like the Carlos Sainz call out. I know you said earlier, sometimes we don't like to give out the same bets every week, but like you said, if it's something that keeps working, got to keep doing it back to the classified finishers bet. I'm going to take it again over 17 and a half. It's minus 118 on barstool. This whole section has been completely neutered. It, it's jumped up to 17 and a half. Now it's minus 118 now. They're not offering exact classified finishers anymore, at least at the time of recording. They're scared of us, Rod. We've been crushing them on this bet every single week. I'm going to go back to the well. Uh, so over 17 and a half. Um, uh, again, 18 classified finishers last week, yet again. Still at least 17 in every single race this year. It's it's insane how many classified finishers we've been getting every week. Um, and it's gone over the 17.5 number in six of the eight races this season. I, I didn't even look back at what this race has done in the past. It doesn't seem like it matters. Like Everything this entire season has pointed towards these guys aren't wrecking enough, you know, wrecking bad enough to get put out of the races early. Um, they're, I guess they're being more respectful to each other on the track or whatever. Not been as many mechanical problems, knock on wood, right? Because that can easily knock that classified finishers down quickly. But it's just been a very clean season so far, as far as getting far enough, you know, to that 90% mark where we're marked as classified finishers. And it just keeps hitting week after week after week. They're trying to take it away from us. They're trying to make it harder to hit. Going to keep hammering until it's out of reach. And, uh, and uh, so, yeah, do it again. Over 17 and a half classified finishers, minus 118 over on Barstool, or minus, yeah, 118 over on Barstool. I mean, look, at this point, it's exactly like the fastest pit stop. If you're going to continue to give it to us at odds that we should take it for, it's, yeah. you're just going to take it. Like, that's that's the way it is. 
Yep, exactly. Just auto bet. So, so yeah, do it again. Do it again. Load them up. Uh, all right. My next one is going to have you uh, further back in the ticker. Uh, again, we like to give you these ones that that keep you looking up and down the entire board rather than just paying attention to who's up front. Uh, and Joe Guan Yu over Nico Hulkenberg at plus 100 is going to get you within the 10 to 15 range. You're probably going to end up keeping an eye lower on the track than you normally do in this instance. Uh, for Nico Hulkenberg, look, in this on this track, he hasn't been on it since 2019. But his average finish here is 13.3. The last few finishes for him, 13th, 20th, 13th, 19th, 6th and 9th. Um, but, you know, that was the Sahara Force India in 2014, Force India in 2015. Uh, but then, you know, Raynal Sports in in those other ones. Again, it's been a while for him. And, and this season has been a, a promising one. I mean, it's not as if he's been completely terrible, but 15th, 15th, 17th, 15th, 17th, 7th, 12th, 15th. He's got a pattern. <laughs> he likes a 15th place finish. Uh, in fact, his average finish this season is 14.1. Joe Guanyu, on the other hand, only been on this track once, uh, and that was last season. He had a 14th place finish here, which, Cody, by my math, is better than 15. Uh, so you, you got to like that. checks that. out. <laughs> <laughs> the math checks out. Uh, but for Joe Guanyu, this season, uh, for him, 16th, 9th, 13th, 16th, 19th, 9th, 13th, 16th. So he's got a pattern as well uh, as far as his is a 15.3 place finish for him. However, I really am just taking into account that uh, he does seem to be getting a little bit better. He's run into some pretty bad luck and he's been very frustrated uh, over the course of the last few weeks too, especially with some pit calls, with some close calls, with some cars. Um, So, you know, I, I have him as a points finish a lot of times because I feel like He's just, he's so close to, to doing it, but he always has the wrong end of a pit call, the wrong end of a, of a brush up on the track. So um, I'm going to take the upside here in the plus money matchup for Shou Guan Yu and hope that he holds off Nico Hulkenberg. Um, you know, I consider both of these, uh, um, these cars sort of even right now, Haas and Alfa Romeo. You probably could give the edge to Haas, but, you know, I don't know. It's just to me, I feel like, like I said, I feel like Joe Guan Yu needs to have his luck turn around. I feel like this is a decent enough track for him to do it. Again, he finished 14th here before. So uh, I, I like the possibility he can do it again and, and finish better than Hulkenberg. Yeah, I like it. And again, plus money in head-to-heads is always nice. In F1, sometimes you can get, it's crazy, some of the plus money that they offer. But uh, sometimes taking some of those, you don't always hit them. But if you hit them enough, uh, it, it pays off. And so I like it. I think you made a great argument, um, and yeah, I I have no no rebuttal to that, so I will uh, I'll back you on that one. Next up for me, uh, again, <laughs> Max Verstappen's gonna win, right? So the books offer you the winner without Max Verstappen, take him completely out. Who's the next best finisher on the track? I'm gonna go with Charles Leclerc, eight to one over on Caesars. Um, it's not been the best of seasons by any means at all for Charles Leclerc. Been pretty rough. He, he's, you know, started the season off in Bahrain with a 19th place finish, seventh at Saudi the next week, and then it was 20th at Australia. Um, he did jump up on the podium at Baku, uh, and then it's, you know, a seventh, a sixth, 11th, back into fourth last week at the Canadian Grand Prix. Now he's coming to a track where he has been pretty good in the past. Um, he actually won this race last season. 
Max did not win every race last season, only most of them. So Charles Leclerc did win this race. He was second place to surprise Max Verstappen in 2020 in 2020 rather. Um, and then in 2019, he was also second place in this race. Um, so again, a track that he likes, he's done very well on before. Maybe just maybe Ferrari can get stuff a little more figured out. That's why you're getting at a little longer odds, but we know how talented Shaw is coming to a track where he's very comfortable at three seasons in a row, right? He's got those top three or uh, three races in a row, whatever. He's got the top two finishes here. Um, so I think this might be a Shaw Leclerc week, probably not to be max, right? But that's why you get him eight to one without max even counting in this bet. So another way to, to work around and bet around max, just winning this race, then you're just rooting for the next best guy going with Shaw Leclerc eight to one over on Caesars. I find that personalities in F1 are more, I don't know, volatile, I guess, than in NASCAR. And when you get drivers like Verstappen, like Leclerc, like Lewis, like Russell, like all, well, maybe Russell's not necessarily a good example. He's, he's a good British gentleman, but like all these other guys, like when they get fired up, they're pissed off to holy hell. And right now Leclerc is, I mean, his tachometer is in the red at this point. Like every single time he, like you feel the frustration. He's like, why the hell do I have such a, a, a bad pit combination? Why, why am I out on these tires? Why am I out? you know, in, in running around in eighth place. Why did I wreck out? Like at some point that talented of a driver is going to have to break through. And like you said, that string of podium finishes, it just stands out. Like you, you cannot deny how good he's been on this track in his career. It's going to have to happen at some point, right? He's going to have to get, remember how to drive, especially if he wants to keep Ferrari within any sort of, of, striking distance of second in the championship points. I, I don't want to say that they're going to win because it's a little late for that now, but they want to stay within the top three. At least they need to figure something out and figure it out soon. So uh, I do like that again. It, yeah. I think it's the same signs signs argument there as well. Yeah. And they've even slipped to fourth now. I mean, behind Aston Martin as well. So they've the for fourth place for Ferrari and the constructors is they might as well finish in 10th place. Like they, they've got to get some stuff figured out. Hopefully this is the week at eight to one. Uh, again, it's harder to hit outright, you know, a big numbers in, in this type of racing because Max wins a lot of the time. So this is that that way to offer you a bigger number without, you know, even if Max wins, you can still hit an eight to one bet. Um, and I think that this is the, the proper route to take. I concur. Uh, all right. Speaking of the proper route to take, uh, points finishes. It's difficult to find like really good value of points finishes because you're kind of throwing a dart after the first five or six guys that you know. I mean, obviously and the Mercedes. They, oh, man, they just jack some of these. Pro- like, mm-hmm. You got guys even like Ocon, I think, is like minus 335 for a points. And it's like, I know he's going to get one. That's why I was trying to bet on him. But it's like, geez, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to lay something like that. And then it's just, oh, so, yeah. Anyways, keep yeah. going. <laughs> no, it's no, and you're right. It's absolutely difficult to find it, which is why uh, I'm going to go ahead and take Valtteri Botas as a points finisher. And and you're going to say to me, you know, Roddy's only finished in the points once this season. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but he did have an 11th place finish at Monte Carlo, uh, an 11th place finish at Melbourne, which, you know, right outside of the tops, uh, right outside of the points. He did finish 13th in Miami after starting 10th. He had, uh, I'm sorry, uh, he had two points finishes. this week. He started out the season with an eighth place finish in Bahrain, which made everybody excited about his season. Of course, it, like I said, dropped off and went back and forth after that. 
but last week in Canada did have a points finish. I'm going to go ahead and just turn around and point to his track history here uh, in, in Spielberg and tell you that he has been fantastic. Of course, now most of those years were with Williams and with Mercedes. Uh, but in his first year in Alfa Romeo last year, he did have an 11th place finish. But before that, second, third, second, first, third, 19th, first, ninth, fifth, third. If I'm counting, he only finished outside of the points in two seasons of his 11 starts. So again, I'm still encouraged by the fact that he was 11th and only one spot outside of the points in his first season with Alfa Romeo. So I, I just feel like Botas has is, is been so often on this season and, and he just needs to get something turned around. Again, he's a lot like uh, uh, Leclerc in that he has been so frustrated with so many of the things that have happened on the track around him. Um, I think he was happy enough with a, a points finish last week or a couple of weeks ago in, in Canada. So I think, I think if he can find it, if he can qualify well, if he can stay within contact of the 10th place car, I think he's going to be able to get there. I think he's going to be able to give you a points finish and look at three to one, just to finish in 10th place. <laughs> Come on, man. Top 10 odds in NASCAR are not that good. Give me Botas to finish in the points at plus 300. Yeah, absolutely. I think you made a great case. Uh, and again, he's got the track history. Sure. In a different car, but it's still the track history is there. Um, yeah, three to one again. For as much as we just talked about how bad some of the odds can be for the points finish, I think you found the opposite side of it here. Um, and, and yeah, you get getting a real number at three to one. I agree. Uh, all right, let's step away real quick. And thank you all for watching on YouTube. We're gonna put this one on YouTube. That's that's what I've decided. It doesn't matter that I'm in surrounded by just craziness and wackiness. Uh, this video came out good enough for me to be able to put this on YouTube. So we're going to do it and we're going to uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for being a part of this crazy ride. Uh, obviously on the NASCAR gambling podcast channel, we'll have this as well. So uh, yeah, I mean, listen, F1 has been such a fun thing to get to, to follow for the last couple of seasons. Thanks to Cody for bringing me on board with it. You guys have continued to keep this show growing and, and look like, Cody said we've hit some pretty good ones lately and, and that's really what it's all about right having some fun hitting some bets and getting to talk about F1 week in and week out so we thank you all for allowing that to happen if you're listening on the OG platforms feel free to leave us a review uh, give us whatever you feel like is necessary hopefully it's five stars and uh, and we'll continue Cody says five stars for sure um, but we'll continue to, to do this for you because we absolutely love it we love you for it and uh, we, we thank you for the support. So if you're listening or watching the video, comment, subscribe to the NASCAR Gambling Podcast channel. Maybe if we get enough uh, juice on this, we can start the F1 on YouTube and we'll, we'll figure that out from there. But uh, yeah, let's help the, the channel continue to grow. And in the meantime, we'll just continue to pump it out. Love you for it. Beautiful as always, Rob. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I would take a bow, but uh, I... Literally, okay, so the light behind me, uh, the the chain was wrapped around one of the lights because that's what people do when they're destructive, right? So I, I was I was reaching on this chair that I'm sitting on now to try and get the chain undone, okay? And, and I'm sorry for you guys waiting for the winners. You got to wait for a couple seconds more. Uh, so I grab, I grab this bar 
and I start to maneuver it, right? I'm standing on the chair and I'm maneuvering and I'm getting close to getting the, the, the chain over. And then my phone buzzes, it throws my concentration off. I fall off the chair, <laughs> scrape my ass. Oh, so, geez. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Uh, I'm sorry for texting you, Rod. My bad. <laughs> it wasn't even you. That was the thing about it. It was somebody else calling me and I was falling yeah, flat on my ass. But Damn. Uh, Damn. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, leave, leave the camera on next time so we can watch. <laughs> I don't even. I, you know what? I, I want to think that it probably was on, and somebody else saw that. It was fun. Uh, I don't even know how we got there, but that yeah, here we are. Either way, here we are. <laughs> Thanks for watching on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Somebody's, well, uh, somebody's going to win this race, and it's yeah. Max Verstappen. But who? It's, what else do we got on this? It's Max Verstappen to no surprise. Luckily, our friends over at Barstool Sportsbook. They're offering Max to win by five seconds or more, by at least five seconds, so five seconds or more, at plus 160. If we think Max is going to win this race, which obviously we do, right? Is he going to win it by five seconds, Rod? At plus 160? Thank you so much, Barstool. We appreciate this early Christmas gift. It's Christmas in June, maybe Christmas in July, depending on what day you're listening to this. But let's review. Max has won six races so far this season, Rod. He has won five of them by five seconds or more. The one he did not was in Australia, where it ended under a safety car. Prior to that, I'm fairly certain he had a five-second lead. But so last race uh, in Canada, I like to call it Canada because that's fun. Anyways, uh, <laughs> he won by 9.57 seconds. The Spanish Grand Prix, 24.09 seconds at Monaco a track notorious for its close finishes, 27.92 seconds. The U.S. Grand Prix, he squeaked it in, 5.38 second lead. Again, the Australian win was under five seconds because of the safety car. All the way back to the beginning of the season at Bahrain, won by 11.98 seconds. Five of his six weight races wins this season have been by five seconds or more. If Max is going to win this race, it's likely going to be by five seconds or more. Plus 160 is an absolute gift. Um, that's listed under the specials section over on Barstool Sportsbook. So make sure you go over there and get that before it's gone. Because, man, again, this is this is a, an amazing line. If you think he's going to win anyways, he's likely going to win by five seconds. Changes it from minus 300 to plus 160. Absolute hammer on this bet for me. And listen, if you think we're exaggerating by just saying to you that Max Verstappen is going to win... 2018, Verstappen wins. 2019, Verstappen wins. 2020, Botas gets in there. We'll blame that on the pandemic. Uh, Hamilton, the next year in 2020, again, pandemic. Uh, Verstappen in 2021, Verstappen again. Uh, we're talking Sprint 2 and Leclerc. Look, Verstappen just wins on this track. That's all there is to it. And and it's just, it's not even close. Um, he ended up winning this, this race last year or two years when he won it last time, I'm sorry by 17.973 seconds. 17 seconds he put on the field. <sighs> it's it's pretty pretty much a gun, uh, foregone conclusion. And then he wins by 17 seconds now without even trying. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, 35 seconds as well uh in this in the one before that. Like it's just it's not even fun. Like yeah. it's not even fun for that at all. So yeah. we'll it, we'll give it that. It's crazy they're even offering. I mean, I don't 
Yeah, again, get in this on this early because they might just completely pull this. I mean, it's insane to me that this isn't even an option. Like, I had to like read it six times to make sure I was not missing something because it's it's that good of a of a bet. Yeah, it really is too. And and you can't, I mean, you can't pass up something like that for that. Um, all right. Well, I am going to completely just uh well wuss out on a winning bet uh because again the top of the podium is is probably likely decided and it's it's going to be one max verstappen so um we think we've given you enough coverage of of what may happen if it doesn't but i will give you the other two places on the podium and that's alonzo and hamilton on caesars they've got a boost for both of these guys to be on the podium at plus 260 um their individual podium finishes not that great put them together uh, i think you're going to get a good deal at plus 260 for them to both be on the podium together. Uh, and listen, even if Hamilton actually squeaks out a win at, at some point, um, and if it's this time, that'd be fantastic. That'd be great. Uh, but he does have two straight podium finishes, does Hamilton um, at Canada, and then, of course, uh, at Spain before that. So, uh, I, I, again, I'm, I'm pretty certain that he can get another one uh, heading into this. And then, of course, we know that Alonso has been one of the uh, more... I guess eye-opening guys this season. Obviously, with his new team, he's he's done everything short of finish on the podium every single race in this season. What he finished on the podium last week again to get back on after he wasn't on uh, the week before, but before that he was on the podium all but one race as well. So only twice, like I said, this season has he not been on the podium. I think he's getting back to uh, to his winning ways, or I sorry, uh, back to his at the front ways. And, uh, yeah, I definitely think that, uh, th this is a possibility for him to do it. And again, Hamilton has won on this track before it's, he's no stranger to winning on this track. So like I said, he's one of the better Mercedes drivers. I, I think that signs and Leclerc are going to factor into this as well. Um, and I do like your Leclerc angle too, as, as far as the winner without, but you know, Hamilton and, and Alonzo have been the two strongest outside of Max Verstappen this season. And I think you put them together for a podium finish at plus 260. I, I, I like the odds. Like I said, I didn't give you the one on top, but I'll give you the two underneath. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I really like it. Uh, again, another good uh, plus odds bet to get down on. And these guys have been two of the best. They've consistently placed on the podiums. I don't think that it's any stretch by any means for them to do it again. So I love it. Yeah. And, and like I said, I'm, so I'm going to look real quick. Cause I, I, I know that I had looked, but I didn't put it in my notes as far as what their podium finish is, um, by themselves, because I want to, uh, I want to give you that because I feel like it kind of hammers the point home a little bit more as to what you're getting. Um, if you're not getting, so a podium finish for, um, Hamilton alone is at minus one Oh five. And then Alonzo is at minus one fifty for a podium finish. That's you know, again, if you're getting it at plus 260 for both of them, and you don't have to, I mean, it could be, you know, it doesn't matter if, if Hamilton finishes second or, or, or Alonzo finishes second, you know, the, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the order. They're just both on the podium. And, uh, and I like that. Like I said, it's just a much better way to, to, to fit podium odds and, and make money off of it rather than having to pay juice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No argument here. I, I really like this one. Uh, all right. Well, then get out your pen and paper. I think it's time to go over the bets for this Austrian Grand Prix. Cody started you out with Lewis as a podium at plus 122 on Barstool. Well, you got better odds than I did on uh, Caesar. So that was that was good. Um, 
And then I followed up with Max Verstappen to win and Carlos Sainz to finish on the podium in the sprint race. Again, find this on Caesars. It is at plus 600 for the sprint race. So you're going to need to watch on Saturday to see if this one caches. Uh, and then Cody gave you over 17 and a half classified finishers at minus 118 on Barstool. I said Joe Guanyu was going to finish better than Nico Hulkenberg at plus 100. And then Cody gave you the winner without Max Verstappen as Charles Leclerc at plus 800 over on Caesars. I said Valerie Botas for a points finish at plus 300 was way too good to pass up this week. Cody said Max was going to win, but he's going to win by at least five seconds uh, at plus 160 on Barstool. And I said, go ahead and take this Hamilton and Alonzo podium boost over on Caesars at plus 260. Join forces with that minus 150 and and uh, whatever else I said for uh, Alonzo for this podium finish and and uh, mash them together, get you some good odds. I like it, Rod. I'm excited for this one. I am too. Uh, like I said, it, it sucks to, to have F1 and then get it taken away from you and then come back again for it. So uh, I'm just happy we're on the on week uh, again. Um, all right. Well, like I said, uh, keep an eye open. Obviously Friday is the, the early practice. And again, we're not on, uh, Canada time, so it's not at a favorable hour. So if you're going to set your DVRs, make sure you set them early enough in the morning. So where you can watch the practices and of course the sprint and the sprint shootout. And then of course, load up on, uh, on, on, uh, on the Austrian grand prix over there in Spielberg. So, yeah. Uh, all right. Cody, well, I think we've done enough damage here. Let's uh, let's turn everybody loose to go place these bets and to get ready for a fun weekend of F1 racing. Yes, agreed. I like it. Follow me on Twitter, at Husker underscore Z. You can find all my work over there. Got a couple of NFL articles out right now. Check those out. Check out the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Of course, if you're just an F1 fan, a lot to bet on over on NASCAR as well. Uh, so yeah, give us a follow. Give us a listen. If you're watching on YouTube, smash that subscribe button. Maybe we'll get uh, more F1 shows up here in the future. Maybe we will. Hopefully we will. Um, all right. Apologies, guys. I don't have the outro music. I loaded up the intro music, but not the outro music. So we're just going to do this cold. But I, I will tell you, follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it is in between media. Backroads kicking off again this week. I won't be there, but uh, Seth and Elliot will. So keep an eye out for that. And then, of course, got an article coming out for frequency sake. Keep an eye on the Twitter machine. For that as well we'll see you next week for some more f1 gambling hopefully you liked it on the nest on the nascar gambling podcast channel so uh yeah keep it locked there so until then let's go racing and let it ride